Sirius XM Sports Podcasts presents Mad Dog's Daily Bite with Christopher Russo. And good afternoon, everybody! Let's start with the 49ers who last night put on a clinic after a little trouble early in that game, but then they came back down 3-0 second quarter. Ayuk caught a touchdown pass, and of course from there on in they took advantage of some turnovers. They scored 38 points in all. They got everybody involved offensively, buried Arizona in front of a very pro 49er crowd. But you see, Arizona is not a team that's got a big fan base, never have, never will. They never had a big fan base, whether with the Chicago Cardinals, the St. Louis Cardinals or the Arizona Cardinals, you know, even in that city, the Suns are bigger, which is hard to believe that an NBA team in a certain town would be bigger than the football team in that town. And Phoenix is the one spot. The Suns got there first, number one, uh, and they have yet to win a championship Then in some finals, uh, two of them. But they are bigger in Arizona in Phoenix than the football team. And that is hard to believe. And remember, Arizona went to a Super Bowl, and I understand they play in a big stadium and everything else, but... Uh, you know, I've been in Phoenix an awful lot. We'll go out there again this year for the Super Bowl. I actually think the Suns in that city are bigger than the Cardinals are. And last night, if you wanted to argue it that I'm wrong, you don't use last don't use last night as Exhibit A. The place was full of red and dominated by 49er fans. And this is the first of many games uh, to conclude the ESPN schedule, which is they're going to dream about the flex schedule that they get for next year in their new TV contract because their Monday night schedule has been from hunger. And this game last night, Buck and Aikman can prev up the game all they want. That game is unwatchable. I was off it very early. I wasn't on it early. I got on it for a little bit, second, third quarter, paid no attention after that. That's just another. And I was shocked ESPN sent the whole crew. Well, I'm not shocked. They do that every week. But to send the whole crew to Mexico City for three or four days, that had cost them a fortune. And they didn't get a lot of bang for their buck. Uh, with the Cardinals fading and giving them nothing. And, of course, Murray doesn't play, 38-10 San Francisco. And that Monday night schedule for um, uh, for ESPN, uh, which has been bad all year, they really have not had a marquee game, if you think about it. But their Monday night schedule, I think they got one good game the rest of the way. Pittsburgh and Indianapolis is from hunger. Saints, Bucks, stinks. I know it's going to mean a little something. They get Arizona again against New England on, November, on December 12th. That's a decision. Disaster. Rams at Green Bay, which you thought would have been a great game, is an absolute waste of time. Chargers and Colts is a waste of time. I mean, and then Rams, Chargers, and then um, Buffalo, Cincinnati is the game on January 2nd. They got one good game to conclude their year. They'll have a little wild card playoff game, too. Uh, but for the most part, their games are just an absolute disaster. And they've had a lousy year. And last night's case in point. Now, The bigger picture is what this means for the NFC, and this is a huge win for the 49ers. The 49ers, we all know, is Shanahan. He's a very good play caller. They love to run the football. He's going to, you know, do a decent job with Garoppolo, giving him safe throws. He completed 20 of 29 last night, and we all know Garoppolo can make that colossal error and make that one throw in a big game that just destroys you. I mean, he's got a penchant for doing that, but he knows the offense. He's got no ego. You know, 
just the fact that he had to sit around all year not knowing if he was going to be on the team. And then, of course, the quarterback gets hurt, Lance, and then he goes in there and he plays, you know, well enough. And they're 6-4. and four. They got a pretty good offense. McCaffrey was a wonderful trade. They got a good play caller, and he's a good manager. He knows what he's doing. He, he fits perfectly with that uh, offense. He thinks well. I mean, Garoppolo's a pretty good quarterback. Is he great? No. He's not great, but he's a pretty good quarterback. You know, he's somewhere in that 10 to 15 range as far as QBs are concerned. We know he's not in that top 10. You know, that top 10, of course, still being Mahomes, still being Allen. You know, to a certain degree, Rodgers and Brady. Uh, Certainly, Herbert is in the top 10. Uh, You know, he's not in that top 10. You know, I mean, no matter how you want to, no matter what you want to do with it, he's nowhere near that top 10. Stafford's in the top 10. We get that. Uh, But, you know, he's uh, Burrow's in the top 10. We get that. But he's not that far off after that. You know, you know, Garoppolo is in that Tannehill. He's probably a little better than Tannehill. He's been in the Super Bowl, but he's in that Tannehill you know, Dak Prescott class. I don't think Prescott's that much better than Garoppolo if he is at all. He's somewhere in that 10 to 15 range. And with Shanahan and with Kittle, Samuel, and of course now McCaffrey, Ayuk, they got enough offense. They got a good offensive line. They got a great tackle in Williams. It's a good team. And San Francisco right now at 6-4 and four is a team that we're going to have to consider here as a big thorn in the Eagles' side later on in the year. Uh, they, you know, they should win the division. They have beaten in Seattle already. They have a game in Seattle, which is an Al Michaels special on Thursday night in a couple of weeks. That game in Seattle, let's give you the exact date on it so we have it for us. That game in Seattle, San Francisco will be in Seattle uh, on December 15th. That's a, you know, that would be two weeks from Thursday. That is a huge game, and that could decide the NFC West. But the 49ers are a team that, you know, has a lot of experience. They won a couple of games last year on the road. They beat Dallas. They beat Green Bay. You know, we're right there against the Rams. This is a team that, of course, went to a Super Bowl. This team, you know, knows how to play in postseason play. Got a good defense. They don't really have a major weakness. Do I love Garoppolo? Not necessarily, but he's good enough. Uh, you know, McCaffrey's a great change of pace. He can do a little bit of everything. We all know Kittle's excellent. Samuel's an excellent player, too. It's a good team. You know, Bosa, good defense. I mean, I, you know, they got a good football team, and they got a chance to represent the NFC at the end of the year. They really do. And let's not forget the fact that their schedule is pretty, is pretty conducive. They play five of their last seven. And I don't think there's a team in the NFL that's got a similar slate. They play five of their last seven at Levi Strauss. So they only have two more road games left in the year. One of them is in Seattle, the aforementioned December 15th game. And the other one, they play at Vegas against the Raiders. So they don't even go that far from a road perspective. So San Francisco, to me, has got a very, very, very conducive schedule. They will play at Vegas on January 1st. And two weeks before that, they will play at Seattle other than that, they do nothing but home games. They got the Saints this week. They got Miami, Tampa, then the Seattle game, Washington on a Saturday, Christmas Eve, then the Vegas game, and then they finish up with Arizona. So their schedule, you know, listen, they should beat the Saints. They should beat Arizona. Uh, and they really should beat Washington. I mean, they should win 11. They got a good chance to win 11 games. There's not a game on that schedule that they can't win. They already got six wins. So let's go five and two. Let's say they split the road games, you know, and maybe they lose one home game. 
maybe Miami Saints, Tampa, Washington, and and um, uh, and, and Arizona. And, you know, they're going to beat Arizona. Yeah, they're going to beat the Saints. That gets them to eighth. I mean, maybe they lose one game, uh, two games. I mean, they're going to win 11 games minimum. Now, Seattle's schedule is not that difficult either. They have Carolina. They have two with uh, the Rams. They have, obviously, San Francisco. They have the Jets uh, at home. Uh, They do play at Kansas City, which is a little tricky. But Seattle's schedule is, is worthy, too. If you look at the Seattle schedule right now in the NFC West, you know I think you can pencil them in for 10 wins, which is a great job by the head coach. They have Vegas at the Rams, Carolina. All right, let's give them two out of three. That's eight and five. San Francisco at home, let's give them a loss, eight and six. At Kansas City, but then they play the Jets and the Rams at home. I mean, they should win four games. Rams twice, Vegas and Carolina at minimum. And you know, the Rams are a mess. They got a good chance to go eight and uh, at, at, and they've won six already. They, they can go 10 and six, but I think the Niners have a better chance to go 11 and five. And if San Francisco goes 11 and five in that conference, you know, the Eagles are going to be one. But, I, you know, and Tampa will be number four with the seeds. Minnesota will be two. San Francisco will be a three seed uh, in the NFC. And if San Francisco is the three seed, you know, they'll play a team like the Giants or Washington or Seattle in a first-round playoff game at Levi's, and then they go to Minnesota to play a divisional game. They could win that game. San Francisco, basically, the bottom line is you can make an argument that they're the best well-balanced team in the NFC. You can make an argument, even in Philadelphia, which will be a hard place to win in the middle of January, but with McCaffrey, Kittle, Samuel, Ayuk, they can beat, and they got a good offensive line, they can beat anybody, home or away. I mean, this is a team last year that beat Rodgers in Frozen Lambeau on that Saturday night. They can beat anybody in a big spot. So San Francisco, to me, would be the second choice right now out of the NFC to get to a Super Bowl. I still got to make the Eagles the first choice. They're going to get a bye, most likely, and they're going to obviously have home field. That's a huge advantage. Every game in their building, and they're not going to play the first week. They've already won a game. You know, you don't have to play the, you know, when you don't have to play week one in the playoffs, you've already won a game. They've won a game. We go crazy about winning a wild card game. Well, they've already won one. Philly, if they get the top seed. So Philadelphia has got to be considered number one, but San Francisco can beat anybody. Garoppolo can make a big mistake. Don't get me wrong, but, you know, he's an excellent, excellent head coach. They got a lot of weapons. He knows how to utilize them. Remember, he came from his father's cloth, and his father was a good offensive coach, too. He's a very smart guy, and he's due. Remember, he had the terrible loss to Kansas City when he had Samuels, uh, Emmanuel Sanders wide open and uh, grappled over through him. And then, of course, third and 15, which Richard Sherman fell asleep on, which got the Chiefs back in the game. And, of course, the, um, the game in Atlanta as the coordinator with the sack with Matt Ryan. He's due. Philadelphia, San Francisco could get, represent the NFC. They could be in Phoenix in February. No questions about it. It's a good team. Want more Chris Russo? Listen to Mad Dog Unleashed weekdays from 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Mad Dog's Daily Bite is part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts.